Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life and helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Semmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, if you follow me on Instagram, then you might have seen an Insta story I did about a week or so ago where I was saying I have podcast content planned out for the second half of November, all of December, all of January, February, and the first couple weeks of March, but not for the next couple weeks. Crazy, right? Now, in full disclosure, I rely on the Holy Spirit to guide the show, so I knew he would have it covered, but I just couldn't see it, and I was getting a little worried, but sometimes he comes in at the last minute just like he is doing for these next couple episodes. Well, off of that Insta story, I received several messages, things that you wanted me to cover, questions you had that you wanted me to answer, and ideas for the show. It was amazing. So if you did that, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you did. I always love hearing from you, by the way. So always feel free to send me an email, contact me on social media. I love chatting with you and seeing and talking to whoever is on the other end of this mic. And I'm always here to serve you. So if there's ever anything that you want covered, feel free to reach out anytime. Now, I do, like I said, have all of the content planned out for several months in advance, but I also do a lot of Facebook Lives over on the Your Life Rocks Facebook page or in our community group. So chances are we will get it covered for you. Well, today's show is based off of one of those suggestions. Today, we are going to cover ideas on how you can bring Christ into your everyday life. Now, obviously, it's a big part of balanced living for sure, and it's necessary for any of us, but especially those of us that are trying to balance so much as a working mom. We need Jesus. And if you are new to Your Life Rocks, number one, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. But you should know when we talk about balance, we're really talking about three main pillars in our life. And number one is having Jesus be the center of our life. Number two is community. And number three are the systems. And when we talk about the different things that we're trying to balance, faith is part of that. And so is marriage and parenting and career and our home and our finances, our health and friends and fun. All of those things make up who we are. Now, when it came to this episode, truth be told, I had to go on a prayer walk and I had to ask God what the show would be about. And this is what I felt led to talk about. Now, all of the other ideas that I got on Insta Stories or through email, they were great, and I want to cover them too. So next week, we will be doing a Q&A episode. We are going to be covering topics from all areas of life. Nothing is off limits, so feel free to suggest topics or come up with questions that you have been wondering about, and I would be more than happy to answer them. You can post them into our Facebook community. You can DM me on Instagram, however you want to contact me, and I will add it in. Now, before we get into our topic, today's episode is sponsored by the Your Life Rocks mobile app. You can get all of your planning tools, courses to create balanced life and more. Download it for free in your app store, whether it's iTunes or Google Play. And if you're ready to really get serious about redefining balance in your life and making real strides and getting there, then you can upgrade to Life Balance membership right inside the app. You can start your free seven-day trial and you will get to take the seven-day audio course called Clear the Chaos. It's designed to help you get immediate results in your life. 
Now, Life Balance membership is only $9.99 a month, but the prices are going up as of the first of the year. So if you are a member before January 1, 2019, you are locked in at that price for as long as you're a member. So don't wait. Get started today and you can learn more about the app and about the courses inside the app by going to yourliferocks.com or you can search Your Life Rocks in the App Store. All righty, let's dive into our topic about bringing Christ into your everyday. Now, I'm going to be taking you through ideas and options and discuss several different approaches that you can choose from on what is best for you in your life. Now, I've kind of broken this down into five main buckets that you can pull from and that you can implement into each and every single one of your day. Those buckets are being in God's word, prayer, listening to God, worship, and your relationships. But before we get into it, I feel like I need to give some kind of a disclosure here. This is not about making you feel obligated or guilty into doing any of these things. So I hope that you don't hear that when I'm talking about it. I hope that this really just inspires you. And remember that faith is not about following a checklist. It's about a relationship. It's about seeking more. So give yourself grace, take this at your own pace, and follow the Holy Spirit as He would guide you. All right, so let's dive right in to our first bucket, which is being in God's Word. Now, I have to start with being in God's Word when we're talking about our morning routine. Because I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not, but whatever you start your day with sets the tone for the rest of your day. So just as an analogy, like if you work out in the morning and you eat a healthy breakfast, you are so much more likely to keep making healthy choices throughout the rest of your day because you've kind of like started off with that ingrained in your mind. And so that's why being with God in the morning is such an important part of starting your day and having a nice, healthy morning routine. And for me, having time with God, getting into his word and having that part of my morning routine is such a powerful thing to just get started with. I mean, it's grounding, it's easy, it's just been part of my habit. It's been part of my morning routine for so long. I can't imagine time without it. Now, there are days when I have woken up late or I've tried to do different morning routines and shake things up a little bit. And the days that I don't have time with God starting off in the morning has made such a big difference. Like I've a noticeable difference in my day versus the days that I do start with being in God's word. And I think it's important to give you some examples on what that means, because sometimes we hear people say things all the time, like starting off the day, giving time to God or you name it. I mean, people can be so vague and it leaves us being like, um, hello, (laughs) I need more specifics there. So I'm going to get really specific. So when we talk about having God part of your morning routine, for me, and again, take this with, could be very different for you, but for me, it means getting into God's word and spending time in prayer, both talking to him and listening to him. So I kind of cut through some of these buckets that we're going to be talking about today all in my morning routine. Now let's talk first about studying his word. So I'm going to give you three different ways that you can do this. Number one is to dive in and do your own thing. Now this is what I prefer, but I go through seasons, honestly, if I'm truly honest, I'll go through seasons where this is what I prefer. And then in the next season, I might prefer something different, but this is what I'm doing currently. So currently what I'm doing is I have note cards and I'm going through the book of Psalms and I'm writing each Psalm on a card front, like one Psalm on one front and then another Psalm on the back just to save paper, but 
to really write it out and to reflect on these Psalms because they are really the wisdom of the Bible. These are the things we should be meditating on. They're so much encouragement in there, so much wisdom in there. And so I really want to make sure that my mind stays focused on them and they're things that are very practical and easy to memorize. So for me, this is the way that I am diving into the word right now is just kind of by doing my own thing. Now, there's also other methods of studying the word. We've talked about the SOAP method before, but today I want to talk about the RWSSP. So it stands for read, write, say, sing, and pray. So you're really taking one verse and you're using different parts of your mind. You're using different ways of bringing it to life, whether you are reading it, whether you're writing it, whether you're saying it out loud to yourself, whether you're singing it and bringing it into worship and then into prayer. So it's very, very powerful to take these different scriptures that maybe you like to see on Instagram, things that have been inspirational to you, but to really dive into it and see what the Holy Spirit can do to unpack those different verses for you in different ways. And then the third way is to get into a devotional or a Bible study. Now, I am very picky when it comes to devotionals or Bible studies. And the reason is, is that there's a lot of really great ones out there that are more entertainment, more about personal development than they are really about the Word of God. So you really have to be careful not to say that those are bad, but it's just not the same as reading the Word of God. Any devotional that has you in the Bible, that is having you look up scripture and think about scripture and explaining scripture in a different way, awesome. That should be part of your morning routine. The other stuff, you know, you can listen to those on Audible as you're driving to and from work or out doing errands, or maybe it's a book that you read before bed or something. But when you're talking about getting into the Word of God, make sure the devotional actually gets you in the Word of God. Now, we do have a Bible study inside of the Life Balance membership. So after you do that first seven days of Clear the Chaos, then you start into the Bible study, which is setting goals in God's will, where you literally will look up verses. I give you the verses to look up for all different eight areas of life, and you'll focus in on them one at a time. So it might be part of the Bible study where you're focusing in on your career. You're going to look up Bible verses that have to do with career and work. And I'll ask you questions to help you explore those Bible verses to help you get more out of them, to help you really see what God's will is for you in that area of your life. Because believe it or not, all of this stuff that we are constantly trying to figure out in our life, the answer is in the word of God. We just have to go and seek and see what he has to say. All right, so those are three examples of ways that you can study the word. Now, there are reminders for you to bring the word of God throughout the rest of your day. So as you continue to get ready for your day, you can place reminders of the verses on your bathroom mirror or on sticky notes or have it as a screensaver on your phone or on your work computer. So you can have verses kind of following you throughout the day. Now, also part of the Life Balance membership, when you get to the Life Balance course, which is kind of the backbone of what life balance is. It's a 90-day system. Like it's not just a, oh, that's a nice. It's a very practical 90-day system that you can apply to your life to help you create more balance. Now in there, you are selecting a verse every single week that you are meditating on, praying on, and really focused in on. And I always encourage everyone who's going through that to keep that verse in front of you everywhere. I mean, you're writing it in your life balance journal every single day. It is becoming a part of you. As the word of God should. All right. So next is prayer. Now, like I said, prayer can be part of your morning routine as well. I keep a prayer journal 
So at the beginning of the week, when I'm doing my weekly prep, I actually, in the Life Balance Planner, there's a, a spot for you to write in who you're praying for, what you're grateful for, what supplication for yourself that you are praying for for the week. So you can really keep it in a an organized way as a way of reminding you to come back for prayer. But I also find that sometimes I just need to write things out. It keeps my mind focused during prayer time. It keeps me from kind of spacing off and thinking about other things, I'll be honest. And so I'll write out my prayer in my prayer journal. And it just allows me to communicate with God because really that's what prayer is about, right? It's about you talking to God, you having that communication line with him. Now, here's one idea that I wanted to throw out for you as a way of keeping prayer as part of your all day part of your life. Now, this is something that's pretty, you know, requires a lot of time and attention. I'm just going to say that out there right now. It might not be for everybody, but it might be for you. This might be the perfect thing for you. And it's really a gratitude challenge. Now, I know, trust me, I see them all the time. It is November. They're all over social media of people doing like 30 days of gratitude and things like that. And it's wonderful. I love that people do that. But you know, for me, I can never keep it up for 30 days. I've tried so many years in the past saying this is the year I'm going to do it. And it just creates more guilt for me because I'm falling behind or I didn't do it one day or whatever, right? And all of a sudden it becomes about not the intention that I want it to be about. I mean, the gratitude challenge is to change your heart, to change your focus, to change your perspective. And instead it becomes something else to do on my to-do list. So this is the different type of gratitude challenge that I am talking about. This is like a daily challenge and it doesn't even have to be a gratitude challenge. You could do a challenge of seeing through the eyes of Jesus or anything else that you really feel led to, but it's hyper-focused on God for one day. Now, here is what it would look like. And I'm going to use the gratitude option because, well, I recently did this when I felt like I was being too whiny. (laughs) Now, when I say I felt whiny, I truly mean it. Like I found myself in this constant loop of negativity. And I like to think I'm a pretty positive person. But when struggle comes in, it can be hard to keep focused on the positive. It's easy for us to focus on the struggle. Bottom line, the unanswered prayer the battle that we are facing, even though we have given it to God so many times. I mean, I really needed to break the cycle. So I decided to spend the day counting my blessings. I needed to not focus on what I didn't have, but to focus on what I did have. Because I might not have that thing that I've been praying for, but I do have a lot. And it's not just about being grateful, but to give thanks to God for what you do have in your life. So starting off your day, thankful for the time in the morning before everyone else gets up, that you have that quiet time that you have woken up, right? Grateful for the fact that you have a Bible and that you're free to express your religion and to actually read it and be in the word. Grateful that you have children to wake up. Grateful you have coffee in your cup. Grateful that you have hot water to take a shower with. That you have makeup and clothes and hair care products that help you feel your best. That you have a car. Thankful for the wisdom and the inspiration that God gave to the men and the women that created that car that you are driving to work. Thankful for the people who built the roads that you drive on. Thankful for the technology that allows you to work from home if you're a telecommuter like me. Thankful for the favor that God gave you that got you that job in the first place. I mean, you could go on and on, but it changes your focus super duper quick. To be thankful about the pen that's in your hand, to be thankful about the paper that you're writing on. I mean, there's so many things 
that God has been doing and orchestrating in order for us to live our lives every single day. And not everyone has that opportunity. You know, thankful that we get to take our kids to school, that they are able to have an education. That's not something that everyone gets to enjoy. So being thankful for counting that blessing and being in prayer with God all day long as you're coming up with these things, as you're looking at things through a different perspective, it can be life-changing. Now, obviously, you can't do it every day. I mean, you could, but you know, life. But doing it every once in a while is super duper effective. Now, the reason that I think that this challenge or challenges like it are important is because it keeps Jesus in our mind all day. Remember, your faith is a relationship. Think back to when you first started dating your husband, which is another very important relationship in our lives, right? He was probably on your mind all day. You probably had times when you just kept thinking about him, daydreaming about your future, replaying a date or a conversation in your mind. Now, how often do you do that now? If you're like me, probably not often enough. I mean, I'm often preoccupied with just daily life and the to-do list and the kids and like all of the things. And the newness has worn off. I still love him, but it's just not totally consuming my mind like it once was. And it's the same thing with God. There are times when I'm so gushy about my relationship with God, and then there's the majority of the time that I have to really work on my relationship with him, just like I always have to work on my relationship with my husband. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with it. It doesn't mean that there's something broken with it. It's just a relationship, and relationships of any kind, friendships, romantic relationships, relationships with God, they all take time. They all take work in order to make them work. Now, when I'm working on my relationship with God, I'm working to understand him better. I'm working to communicate with him better. And for me, that means listening more, to be honest. I want to show my love and respect for him in my everyday life. In relationships, this, you know, it's one of those things. You just have to give it the time and attention that it needs and not just ignore it. Because when you ignore it, well, that's when problems start to happen. So That's when we need to have these challenges of making sure we're keeping it focused and making sure our effort is keeping on it. But you can set up reminders for yourself. You know, just like when I'm doing my weekly prep, I have a reminder to think about my husband and to think about my relationship and how am I working to grow my marriage this week. And it could be the smallest little things and it could be some big things, but it's important that I remind myself Because otherwise, life gets too busy. So set up those reminders for yourself for God. Set an alarm in the middle of your day as a reminder to do a check-in and to pray. Reserve five to ten minutes before an important meeting at work. You know, you can add in on your calendar five to ten minutes before the meeting so that you can really lift that meeting up to God. You can lift up your boss to God. You can lift up your coworkers to God and bring him into your day. You can pray over your kids. You can pray with your husband. You can pray when you eat. The more you talk to God, you are creating a habit to keep the conversation going and to talk to him throughout your day about everything because he's all ears. He wants to hear about it all. Which brings us to the other side of communication, right? So we talked a lot about talking to God, but then we also need quiet time to listen to God. And you guys, this one can be so hard. This is probably the one I struggle with the most is just listening, just being, because as much as I like to think I'm a quiet person, when it comes to talking with God, I just could talk all day and not listen. 
But it's when I listen that I'm like blown away by his insight, by his love, by his guidance, by all of those things, right? And this can be hard. Now, I was actually talking about this with my masseuse. I got a massage the other day because I did something to my back at work, sitting all day. It's not like I have a strenuous job, but for some reason, my back kind of went out. So I had to go see my massage therapist. We were talking about this idea of finding this quiet time. You know, she's a mom, she's working, same thing, but she's really been focusing in on finding just 10 minutes in her day where she can be quiet, where she can just be, where she can listen, where she can just have that time where it's nothing. And we talked about this actually in our seven week challenge this past summer. So if you listen to that episode, then you heard me talk about the importance of finding that quiet time. And I gave you a lot of strategies and how you can do that. So we'll link to that in the show notes so you can go back and listen to that particular episode. But one of the things that she has found for that 10 minutes is she arrives to work 10 minutes early now. And she just sets an alarm on her phone and that way she doesn't fall asleep or anything, you know, if she's having one of those mornings. But it just allows her that 10 minutes to be with God and just listen and not to pray. And she said that she's had to like really do meditation And I know that sounds, sometimes Christians are like, oh, meditation. But, you know, really when the Bible tells us to meditate on the word, but she's taken those meditation guidelines of, you know, when these thoughts come up to really be able to evaluate them and she's turned them into questions. So if thoughts have popped up in her mind of whether it's things to do or people to talk to or whatever, she's just brought it back to a question for God to say, Lord, why would you bring that up for me? Why is this coming up? And so to think about it as a question, if you're asking a question, you get quiet waiting for an answer, right? So rather than fighting it and feeling guilty that these things are coming up, she just takes that thought and turns it around to a position of quietness. So I hope that that helps you. It was super helpful when she kind of explained that to me and I was like, oh, I need to try that because like I said, this quiet time and listening to God is something that I really need to do more of. Now, for me, a lot of times when I need to listen to God, I will go for walks, either walks or bubble baths because in bubble baths, you can't really do anything else while you're in there. You know, it's not like you can be doing a whole lot of multitasking. So it's a really good time for me to make myself stop doing things so that I can just sit and listen and then I do a lot of prayer walks where I will just go and wait for God to listen. But even that, you know, sometimes I'm sitting there being like, oh, this stuff. And I keep finding myself talking to him versus listening. So that whole idea of taking those thoughts and turning them back into questions, I think was going to be really helpful. Next up is to worship him. And we actually talk about this one quite often on this podcast because we are working moms. And I think it's important that we realize that Everything can be worship if we put it in the right framework, if we give it to God in worship. So whether it's cleaning the house, whether it's working your job, whether it's taking care of the kids, if we dedicate that time, if we dedicate that action to say, Lord, I am doing this unto you, that becomes worship. Now, for me, one of the most moving things is to worship with music. And I know everything can be worship, but worship with music to me, I don't know, it just moves me in a whole different way. And oftentimes people think when they think of worship, that's what they think of, right? Because that's what we do in church during worship time is we sing, we lift up our hands and we sing. But when do you give yourself an opportunity to even do that outside of church on Sunday? Do you listen to praise music in the house? Do you listen to it in your car or at work? 
And when you do listen to it, are you just listening to it as background noise or are you really praising? Now, there have been times when I will be having the radio on and I'm driving and not really paying attention. And then all of a sudden, like the Holy Spirit just comes over me and I listen to a song and I find myself raising my hands and worshiping in the car. But you have to give yourself those opportunities to be able to do that. So just think throughout your day and think, where can I have these moments of worship? And it could even tie into your prayer time, right? When you're having those reminders at the start of your day or in the middle of your day or when you're about to pick up your kids, a little reminder to dedicate that time to God and to do it in worship. When you're doing your weekly prep to be thinking about, okay, I really don't want to clean my house right now but I'm going to do it as if I'm doing it onto the Lord. It becomes worship, but you have to make that conscious effort and we have to have those reminders to bring us to that place. So put that on your weekly prepping checklist to say, I'm going to dedicate cleaning my house to the Lord. Just type it onto your checklist. If you're using the app, you can just type it on there. It will be on there every single week when you go to do your prep as a reminder that this is worship. Your work you're doing, you're doing it onto the Lord. It is worship. And double points, right? You can turn on some music. We actually have some Spotify playlists for cleaning the house. So you can turn on that music, worship God with music while you're worshiping him with your actions. Boom, there you go. And last but certainly not least, probably one of the most important things is to bring him into your relationships, to bring God into the people that you interact with day in and day out. Now, we all know, right, that we should be sharing our faith with more people, that we have such a great opportunity to introduce other people to him, to make a huge impact on their life. But you should also be sharing your your faith, even with the faithful, talking about what God is doing for you in your life, talking about the things that you're praying for with other believers is so important. So whether you're part of a Bible study, whether you're part of a church community or a small group, bring them into your faith. Talk about what God is doing because it can really strengthen other people. And one of the things that I have found has been really impactful, both in growing my faith and making an impact in other people. As my kids are getting older, I'm having more transparent conversations with them about my faith, about things that I'm struggling with, the things that I'm, I'm praying about you know, things that I find peculiar in the Bible or verses that I'm studying or, you know, teaching them verses. If they're talking about something being like, hey, you know, you might want to look up in the Bible because they actually talk about that, you know, in this book or whatever it is. But bringing my faith, bringing God into my relationships, into my conversations with them has been very impactful, not just for what it can do for them, but it also has a huge benefit on what it can do for me. And you never know. You could have those opportunities where you can share your faith with people who don't yet know Jesus. And that to me, like I can't even, like that's just the ultimate, right? If you can have an impact on someone that causes them to come to the Lord, that causes them to enter into the kingdom, like to me, that is like priceless. That is pure gold. Now, to be truthful and completely transparent to you, one of my biggest missions with everything that I do here at Your Life Rocks is to impact women of faith. Women who say that they're Christian, but they're looking to grow in their faith. Like God is just calling for them because they're so caught up with their busy lives. They're so caught up with trying to do all of the things that they're not taking the time to listen to Him. To me, 
That's why I do all of this. So when I get your emails talking about how this has encouraged you in a hard season or how because of listening to the show, you've now started into taking a Bible study or you've returned back to church, like that to me is beyond everything. It's the number one reason why I do this podcast every single week, which by the way, I think we're coming up on our 30 year anniversary. Maybe it's two years. I don't know. I need to do the math, but it's been a long time. And for me, that's saying something because I tend to jump around from thing to thing. So it's been a huge pleasure to be able to host this podcast for you. And we're not slowing down. Like I said before, at the start of the show, we have a lot more content coming your way. So if you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode or you can just download the app because we will have all of the weekly episodes every single week in there. Plus, you get the weekly success planning course all completely for free, the planning tools, and soon we'll be adding in holiday sanity, some extra tools to help you get through the holiday season with grace. And again, if you are ready to take that plunge, if you are ready to get serious about redefining balance in your life, you can upgrade to Life Balance Membership right inside the app. Remember, prices are going up in January, so lock in your low rates now. Now, if this episode was helpful for you, I would hope that you would want to share it with a friend. You can take a screenshot of yourself listening to it and you can share it in your Insta stories or you can pop on over to our Facebook page and share the episode straight from there. And actually, you can also share it from inside the Your Life Rocks app too. So another reason to get the app makes things just a lot easier, which is what we're all about here at Your Life Rocks. So stay tuned. Next week, we will be covering all of your questions about all the things of all the areas of your life. So make sure that you're submitting those across social media. And until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye. Bye.